Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Middle Road podcast episode three, technically, uh, recording it right after two, so <laughs> a little funny, but um, this episode, as I mentioned in episode two, is going to be a candidate deep dive. I want to use this as an educational opportunity simply just to give information about the candidates at this time. I just think that's going to be I just think that's going to be very valuable and a good use of time. So, um one second, sorry, I'm pulling up my resources. Uh, I just have some things I just want to read just so you guys um can have some information. So, I want to start with our incumbent president, uh, Joe Biden. So uh, Joe Biden Jr. is an American politician who is the 46th and current president of the United States, a member of the Democratic Party. He previously served as the 47th vice president from 2009 to 2017 under President Barack Obama and represented Delaware in the United States Senate from 1973 to 2009. Born in Scranton, Pennsylvania, Biden moved with his family to Delaware in 1953. He graduated from the University of Delaware before earning his law degree from Syracuse University. He was elected to the New Castle County Council in 1970 and then to the United States Senate in 1972. As a senator, he drafted and, and led the effort to pass the Violent Crime Control and Law Enforcement Act and the Violence Against Women Act. He also oversaw six U.S. Supreme Court confirmation hearings, including the contentious hearings for Robert Bork and current uh, Associate Justice Clarence Thomas. Biden ran unsuccessfully for the Democratic presidential nomination in 1988 and 2008. Um, but in 2008, after Barack Obama won the nomination, he chose Joe Biden as his running mate and he was a close counselor to Obama during his two years, uh, or two terms, sorry, as vice president. In the 2020 presidential election, Joe Biden and his running mate Kamala Harris defeated incumbents Donald Trump and Mike Pence, which made him the oldest president in United States history and the first to have a female vice president. Um, so that's a little bit about him. And, um, According to WhiteHouse.gov, their priorities, um, they've made it clear their priorities are to finish the job that they started when they were elected in 2020. So according to WhiteHouse.gov, their goal is to take swift action to tackle the climate crisis and to meet the demands of science. Um, they want to fight for racial equity because they believe the promise of our nation is that every American has an equal chance to get ahead, yet persistent systemic racism and barriers to opportunity have denied this promise for so many. Um, it says that President Biden will take bold steps to address the inequalities in our economy and provide relief for those who are struggling during COVID-19 pandemic. This is obviously a little bit of a dated website, but it, they don't have a campaign policies uh piece on their website as of now. So um, he also believes when it comes to health care, um, he believes in a renewed commitment to protect and expand America's access to quality, affordable health care. Uh, he says he will build on the Affordable Care Act, uh, also known as Obamacare for people who might not know the name. Um, and OK, when it comes to immigration, 
says that President Biden will reform our long broken and chaotic immigration system. Um, His strategy is centered on the basic premise that our country is a safe, stronger, and more prosperous place with fair and orderly immigration. And then he believes in restoring America's global standing. Um, President Biden will take steps to restore America's standing in the world, strengthening the U.S. national security workforce, rebuilding democratic alliances across the globe, championing championing America's values and human rights, and equipping the American middle class to succeed in a global economy. So that is our first candidate, uh, current incumbent president, Joe Biden, for the Democrats. The The next candidate is... Congressman Dean Phillips. He is running for the Democratic nomination. So Dean Benson Phillips is an American businessman and politician who has served as the U.S. representative from Minnesota's third congressional district since 2019. A member of the Democratic Party, Phillips has both owned and started several companies in addition to serving as president and CEO of his family's liquor business. He's the former co-owner of Talenti Gelato, you might know that name, and he co-owns Penny's Coffee. On November 24th, 2023, he announced that he would not run for re-election to his congressional seat. He was first elected in 2018 and became the first Democrat to win his seat since 1958. Uh, He has since obviously been re-elected twice. Uh, Dean Phillips is a Democrat who has constantly voted in support of President Joe Biden's positions. He has a net worth of $77 million and is one of the wealthiest members of Congress. In 2023, he announced his intent to challenge Joe Biden for the Democratic nomination in the 2024 presidential election. He graduated from Brown University in 1991 and is a member of the Sigma Chi Chi fraternity. He worked for Bicycle Equipment and Apparel Company in motion for two years and then joined his family's company's corporate office. Uh, He later completed his Master's of Business Administration at the University of Minnesota in 2000. And after graduation, he was named the president and CEO of his family's business, Phillips Distilling. Philip served as the company's president and CEO from 2000 to 2012 and then stepped aside to run one of his other corporate investments, Talenti Gelato, until it was sold for an undisclosed amount in 2014. In 2016, he founded Penny's Coffee, a coffee shop chain which he still owns, and it has two locations in the Twin Cities metropolitan area as of 2022. Um, Dean Phillips's stances. So according to Dean24.com, he believes in Medicare for all. He will fight economic inequality. Uh, He believes lower costs and higher wages. He wants to end the housing and homelessness crisis. Um, When it comes to artificial intelligence, he says we must anticipate and prepare for the disruptive and transformative impact of artificial intelligence, both blessings and curses on our government, economy, and our daily lives. So he wants to mitigate the risks of artificial intelligence intelligence, while demonstrating the extraordinary ways in which we can reduce costs, improve service, and generate remarkable advances in life-saving therapies. Um, When it comes to jobs in the economy, he says that as a business owner, he knows that small businesses drive our economy, um, and he has made supporting small businesses a top priority. Um, He 
believes in lifting business, specifically small business. Uh, In public safety, he says everyone deserves to feel safe in our community, no matter their race, income, or zip code. He has been a vocal proponent of efforts to provide police departments with the funding necessary to recruit and retain the best and brightest, ensure access to appropriate training and equipment, and rethink our approach to mental health and substance abuse-related emergencies. When it comes to public education, he says that we must work together at all levels of government to ensure that every American child receives a world-class public education, no matter their race or zip code. Um... His top priority in Congress currently is ensuring that our schools have the federal resources they need to support their students, teachers, and other support professionals. Uh, He believes in gun violence prevention. Um, It says Dean is a responsible gun owner and a member of the Gun Violence Prevention Task Force, where he has sought and supported bipartisan solutions to address the gun violence epidemic. In addition, Dean supported and helped pass the Bipartisan Safer Communities Act, the first meaningful gun violence prevention legislation to become law in nearly 30 years. He believes in campaign finance reform and ethics. Um, He is the only member of Congress out of 538 who refuses all money from federal lobbyists, PACs, and other special interest groups and fellow members of Congress. This means that Dean is beholden only to his own principles and the people he represents in Congress. I want to say again, everything I'm reading is directly from this website. So while it might sound as if I am being biased in favor of one candidate or the other, I am reading it directly from dean24.com. I just want to help share um, this information for anyone who's looking for just simplicity in this election. He believes in clean water and a healthy planet. He believes we need to take climate action. Um, He has been a vocal advocate for legislation to cut greenhouse gas emissions, mitigate the effects of climate change, and create more resilient communities. Uh, He believes we need equity and restorative justice. Um, when it comes to higher education and job training, he says that every American should have access to an affordable two or four year college degree, apprenticeship or job training certificate that prepares them for jobs of the future. He believes in immigration reform. Um, he supports comprehensive immigration reform, including enhanced border security, a pathway to citizenship for those here now, and a streamlined process for those seeking to enter the country legally. Uh, When it comes to retirement security, Dean understands that we must work in a bipartisan fashion to ensure that the elements of a secure retirement are protected. Um, He believes in women's health and economic security. Um, He says women clearly deserve but still do not have equal rights in this country. And when it comes to veteran services, he says that he lost his birth father in the Vietnam War, so he knows all too well the sacrifices made by our veterans and their family. As a Gold Star son and a member of Congress, I'm on a mission to ensure that we take care of those who risk their lives in service to our country and that we don't forget about the families that they leave behind. Okay, so that's Dean Phillips. Next is Marianne Williamson. Marianne Deborah Williamson is an American author, speaker, and politician. She began her professional career as a spiritual leader of the Church of Today, a unity church in Michigan. Williamson has written several self-help books. 
Um, and she was launched into prominence by Oprah Winfrey by being a frequent guest on her daytime talk show and becoming known as her spiritual advisor. Marianne Williamson ran unsuccessfully as an independent for California's 33rd Congressional District in the United States House of Representatives in 2014, and she finished fourth. She ran for the Democratic nomination for president in 2020, eventually dropping out and endorsing Bernie Sanders. Now she's currently running in the 2024 Democratic Party presidential primary. Uh, that's a mouthful. Um, her presidential platform calls... Well, I guess we're going to get to that, so we don't need to read that. Um, she's been actively involved with charity work, founding such organizations as Center for Living, Project Angel Food, and the Peace Alliance. She sits on the board for Results, a nonprofit group which is dedicated to finding long-term long solutions to poverty. She attended Houston's ISD's Bel Air High School. Um, after graduating, she spent two years studying theater and philosophy at Pomona College in Claremont, California, where she was a roommate of future film producer Linda Obst. Fun fact for you. Uh, thank you, Wikipedia. In 1973, Williamson dropped out of college and lived a nomadic existence during what she calls her wasted decade. She moved to New Mexico, where she took classes at the University of New Mexico and lived um, in a dome with her boyfriend. The couple broke up a year later. Marianne then moved to Austin, Texas, where she took classes at University of Texas, and after leaving Texas, she went to New York City, intending to pursue a career as a cabaret singer. Um, so when it comes to her policies, she supports the Green New Deal and the Paris Climate Accord when it comes to climate change. Um, she supports appointing a world-class environmentalist to head these agencies. Um, when it comes to the economy, she thinks that we need to increase the minimum wage by region and repeal corporate tax cuts in, in the 2017 tax law. Um, education, he, she says that we need free higher education, universal preschool, uh, and to reduce or forgive college loan debt. She believes we should ban assault weapons, high-capacity magazines, and mandate universal background checks for gun purchases. She backs universal health care. Uh, when it comes to immigration, she believes that we should strengthen DACA, which is um, the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals, um, and that we should close private detention centers. On social issues, she supports LGBTQ rights and access to abortion. Foreign policy, um, she wants to re-examine our nation's foreign relationships. Um, so, yeah, that's some information on her. It was a little bit difficult to find some quick bullet points to be able to read off to you all. Um, so these are according to PBS, uh, PBS NewsHour. But if uh, you're interested, I recommend going to her website, um, looking at her social media, and, and for all these candidates. Look at them for yourselves, of course. Um, okay, next we will go to the Republicans. So first is former President Trump. So Donald John Trump is an American politician, media personality, and businessman who served as the 45th president of the United States from 2017 to 2021. He received a Bachelor of Science in Economics from the University of Pennsylvania in 1968, and his father named him president of his real estate business in 1971. 
Trump renamed it to the Trump Organization and reoriented the company toward building and renovating skyscrapers, hotels, casinos, and golf courses. After a series of business failures in the late 20th century, he successfully launched side ventures that required little, little capital, mostly by licensing the Trump name. From 2004 to 2015, he co-produced and hosted the reality television series The Apprentice. He and his businesses have been plaintiff or defendant in more than 4,000 state and federal legal actions, including six business banks bankruptcies. Trump won the 2016 presidential election as the Republican Party nominee against Democratic Party nominee Hillary Clinton, but he did lose the popular vote. He was the first U.S. president with no prior military or government experience. Um, in 1982, a little bit of backtracking, in 1982, Trump made the initial Forbes list of wealthy people for holding a share of his family's estimated uh, $200 million net worth, which in today's money is um, $606 million. And in Forbes 2021 billionaires ranking, Trump's net worth was estimated to be about $2.4 billion. And he was about, he was number 1,299 in the world's richest people. Fun fact for you. Um, on the issues, Trump believes that we should, this is directly from donaldjtrump.com backslash issues. <laughs> it says, uh, rebuild the greatest economy in history. He believes in fair trade for the American worker. He thinks that we should unleash energy dominance. We should secure the borders and reclaim national sovereignty. Um, we need to have a war on the drug cartels, stop crime and restore safety, renew American strength and leadership, reject globalism and embrace patriotism. We need to care for our veterans. We need to protect parents' rights, defend the law and liberty, um, end censorship and reclaim free speech. He believes in free, honest, and lawful elections. He thinks we should drain the swamp of Washington corruption, and he believes in better health care choices at lower costs. Um, okay, on to his primary challenger, Miss um, Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley is an American politician and diplomat who served as governor of South Carolina from 2011 to 2017, and as United States ambassador to the United Nations from 2017 to December of 2018. Um, a member of the Republican Party, Haley is the first Indian American to serve in a presidential cabinet. Haley joined her family's clothing business before serving as treasurer and then president of the National Association of Women's Business Owners. She was elected to the South Carolina House of Representatives in 2004, and she served three terms. In 2010, during her third term, she was elected governor of South Carolina. Haley was South Carolina's first female governor and the second U.S. governor of Indian descent. During her time as governor, she received national attention for leading the state's response um, to the 2015 Charleston Church shooting. She attended Orangeburg Preparatory Schools, graduating in 1989, and she graduated from Clemson University in 1994 with a Bachelor of Science degree in Accounting and Finance. Um, after graduating from college, Haley worked for FCR Corporation, which is a waste management and recycling company, before she joined her family's clothing business as their bookkeeper and chief financial officer. Um, in 1996, she married Michael Haley, she became active in civic affairs, 
1998, she was named to the board of directors of the Orangeburg County Chamber of Commerce, and then she was named to the board of directors of the Lexington Chamber of Commerce in 2003. Haley became treasurer of the National Association of Women Business Owners in 2003 and then the president in 2004. She chaired the Lexington Gala to raise funds for local hospitals. She also served on the Lexington Medical Foundation, Lexington County Sheriff's Foundation, and West Metro Republican Women. Okay, that's what that says. Um, she was the president of the South Carolina chapter of the National Association of Women Business Owners and was the chair uh, for the 2006 Friends of Scouting Leadership Division campaign. In January of 2017, Haley resigned as governor of South Carolina to become U.S. ambassador to the United Nations in Donald Trump's administration. The United States Senate confirmed her by a vote of 96 to 4, and then she stepped down as ambassador on December 31st, 2018. In February of 2019, Haley was nominated to the board of directors for Boeing and was elected at the annual shareholder meeting in April. Haley announced her campaign for President of the United States in February of 2023. After the Iowa caucuses, Haley and Trump became the only remaining major candidates in the Republican primaries. That one was a lengthy one, um, but just some information on, on what she's done and serving on, on boards. Um, okay, uh, NikkiHaley.com. This is her record of results. Um, she believes that we need to create jobs. We need to hold politicians accountable. She believes in standing up for the unknown, unborn, on cracking down on illegal immigration, um, to protect our elections. She's a vocal advocate for voter ID and signed a voter ID bill into law early in her first term as governor. Um, she believes in expanding education freedom. She believes in standing up to the federal government. Um, the federal government tried to tell South Carolina what to do, and Nikki repeatedly told it to take a hike. Uh, according to this website, Nikki rejected Obamaca Obamacare's Medicaid expansion because she knew another unfunded mandate would be disastrous for taxpayers. She believes in defending our Second Amendment rights, in helping our veterans, um, in leading during crisis. Um, she talks about, um, in her... During her time as governor, South Carolina dealt with a white, white supremacist shooting, a police shooting, a hurricane, two ice storms, and a 1,000-year flood. Through it all, Nikki offered steady leadership and compassion. She believes that we need to reform the United Nations, and she is the former UN ambassador, and so it says that she worked to clean up the corrupt and politically biased UN, and she negotiated $285 million in cuts from the UN budget. She believes that we need to defend Israel. We need to repeal the Iran deal. Uh, she advocates for human rights. It says, um, Nikki took on the most notorious and evil regimes in the world while at the UN, from North Korea to Cuba to Venezuela. She took Siri to task for its horrific uh, human rights atrocities and invited survivors of North Korea's abuse to the UN to give testimony about the regime's concentration camps. Um, she believes in getting tough on China, in sanctioning North Korea, in getting tough on Russia, and on leading in Latin America. So that is Miss Nikki Haley.
So now that is our Democratic field and our Republican field, but we're not done. There are three more candidates running for office. We have Robert F. Kennedy Jr., uh, yes, the Kennedy that we're all thinking of. Um, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is running as an independent. We have Dr. Cornell West running as an independent and Miss um, Jill Stein running for the Green Party nomination. So I'm going to go on and talk about them now. So I'm going to start with Robert Kennedy Jr., Sorry about that. Okay. All right. Robert Francis Kennedy Jr., also known by his initials as RFK Jr. and the nickname Bobby, is an American politician, environmental lawyer, and activist, a member of the Kennedy family. Kennedy is a son of U.S. Attorney General and Senator Robert F. Kennedy and nephew of U.S. President John F. Kennedy and Senator Ted Kennedy. After his father's death, Kennedy lived with a surrogate family in Cambridge, Massachusetts, um, and Kennedy was expelled from two boarding schools, uh, one in New York and one in Connecticut. In August of 1970, Kennedy and his cousin, Bobby Shriver, were arrested in Massachusetts for marijuana possession and were placed on 13 months probation. He went on to graduate from the Palfrey Street School, a day school in Watertown, Massachusetts, in 1972. Kennedy continued his education at Harvard University, graduating in 1976 with a Bachelor of Arts in American History and Literature. He then studied at the London School of Economics before earning a Juris Doctor degree from the University of Virginia School of Law in 1982, and then a Master of Laws from Pace University in 1987. Kennedy has advocated for the, for the protection of waterways, indigenous rights, and renewable energy. He began his career as an assistant district attorney in New York City, and in 1984 and 86, he joined two nonprofits focused on environmental protection. His work at Riverkeeper, which is one of those nonprofits, set long term environmental legal standards. At both of these organizations, he won legal battles against large corrupt polluters. He became an adjunct professor of environmental law at Pace University Law School, and in 1987, he founded Pace's Environmental Litigation Clinic, where he held the post of supervising attorney and co-director until 2017. He founded the nonprofit environmental group Waterkeeper Alliance in 1999, serving as the president of its board. On March 3rd, 2023, in a speech in New Hampshire, Kennedy stated that he was considering a run for president in 2024, saying, I am thinking about it. I've passed the biggest hurdle, which is that my wife has greenlighted it. On April 5th, 2023, Kennedy filed his candidacy for the Democratic presidential nomination. Um, but on October 9th, 2023, he announced he would be running as an independent. This makes him the fifth member of his family to seek the presidency of the United States. Okay, his policies. Um, this is kennedy24.com slash policies. On the economy, he believes that people who work hard should be able to afford a decent life. Um, he believes when it comes to home ownership that the dream of home ownership is slipping away for many Americans. 
when it comes to the environment. He says, clean it up. We're going to unite Americans around safe and healthy food, pure water, clean air, and living rivers, forests, grasslands, and wetlands. He believes in an honest government that is for the people. Quote, we are going to remake public institutions to serve the public. Uh, he says, reconciliation, we need to heal the divide. Uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. will lead the country toward an ethos of respectful dialogue and reconciliation across divisions. Uh, when it comes to world peace, he says that Robert F. Kennedy Jr. will end the foreign wars, bring home the troops, and devout the freed-up resources to revitalize America. He says the border is a humanitarian crisis, and he sees the situation at the border primarily as a humanitarian crisis. That's what the website says. Okay. Um... He says that we need to restore our civil liberties and that he will end the censorship and surveillance, reduce incarceration, and respect the rights and dignity of all citizens. Um, he believes in racial healing. He believes that the current situation of civil rights in this country is the result of the unhealed legacy of racism. He has a deep commitment to the Native American community. He um, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. inherited from his father a deep commitment to improving the lives of the Native Americans. Um, he says the time has come to reverse America's economic decline, and it says that he embraces the sacrifice made by veterans to the country in your sense of honor, your sense of desire to serve. He says today the higher education system is trapped in a vicious circle where rising tuition forces students to struggle. He is going to help transform the existing AmeriCorps program to offer new options to young people who want to gain skills. He is a strong supporter of labor rights as well. So that's all according to Kennedy24.com. Okay, next candidate. Uh, it's kind of a packed field, um, but we're, we're still pretty far out. And so we do have, you know, uh, primaries going on for the Democrats and Republicans, as well as three third-party candidates so okay next is the other independent candidate cornell west okay cornell ronald west is an american philosopher theologian political activist social critic critic actor and public intellectual the grandson of a baptist minister west's primary folk primary philosophy focuses on the role of race, gender, and class struggle in American society. A socialist, West draws intellectual contributions from multiple traditions, including Christianity, the Black Church, democratic socialism, left-wing populism, um, and transcendentalism. Among his most influential books are Race Matters and Democracy Matters. West is an outspoken voice in the left-wing politics in the United States. During his career, he has held professorships and fellowships at Harvard University, Yale University, uh, Union Theological Seminary, Princeton University, Dartmouth College, Pepperdine University, and the University of Paris. He is a frequent commentator on politics and social questions in many media outlets. As a teen, West marched in civil rights demonstrations and organized protests demanding black studies courses at his high school, where he was the student body president. He later wrote that in his youth, he admired the sincere black militancy of Malcolm X, the defiance rage of the Black Panther Party, and the livid black theology of James Cone. 
Okay, his political positions. Um, this is according to uh, Wikipedia because his his website was just a little too hard to read on uh, bullet points. But West has described himself as a non-Marxist socialist and previously served as honorary chairman of the Democratic Socialists of America, where he does remain a member and describes as the first multiracial socialist organization close enough to my politics that I could join. He also described himself as a radical Democrat, suspicious of all forms of authority in the Matrix-themed documentary The Burly Man Chronicles. He supports Medicare for All, a Green New Deal, ending all new oil drilling, universal public housing, term limits in Congress, ending U.S. support for NATO, Ukraine, and Israel, and closing most U.S. military bases. So, that is Dr. Cornell West, and our final candidate, last but not least, is Miss Jill Stein. Um, Jill Ellen Stein is an American physician, activist, and political candidate. She was the Green Party's nominee for President of the United States in the 2012 and 2016 elections, and the Green Rainbow Party's candidate for Governor of Massachusetts in 2002 and 2010. Her campaigns for president have focused heavily on the proposal of a Green New Deal, which includes a number of reforms to address climate change and income inequality, as well as civil political rights reforms. In 2012, Stein received 0.36% of the popular vote. In 2016, she received 1.07% of the popular vote. In 2023, it was announced that Stein would help run Cornell West's 2024 Green Party campaign for president. But after West withdrew from the Green Party to continue his campaign as an independent, Stein launched her own campaign for the presidential nomination. Jill Stein was born in Chicago, Illinois, the daughter of Gladys and Joseph Stein. She was raised in Highland Park, Illinois, and her parents were descended from Russian Jews. Stein was raised in a Reformed Jewish household, attending Chicago's North Shore Congregation, Israel. In 1973, Stein graduated magna cum laude from Harvard College, where she studied psychology, sociology, and anthropology. She then attended Harvard Medical School and graduated in 1979. Stein then practiced internal medicine for 25 years in the Boston area, and she also served as an instructor of medicine at Harvard Medical School. Okay, to JillStein2024.com. She believes in a just economy. Uh, she believes in an economy that works for all of us, not just the wealthy and powerful. She believes in a real Green New Deal. Uh, freedom, equality, and justice for all, because Americans cherish ideals of liberty and justice, yet countless Americans are still fighting for basic rights. She believes in peace and global human rights. Um, she says that the bipartisan endless war machine enriches military contractors, lobbyists, and politicians, while it fuels devastation around the world and impoverishes the American people. She also believes in a real democracy to empower the people. She says our democracy is on life support, belief in our political system is at historic lows, and the number of Americans who feel that neither establishment party represents them is at a record high. So, those are your candidates for President of the United States. We have uh, President Joe Biden, Congressman Dean Phillips, Miss Marianne Williamson, former President Donald Trump, 
former UN Ambassador Nikki Haley, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., Dr. Cornell West, and Miss Jill Stein. So again, like I said, I highly recommend if any of these candidates seemed interesting to you, um, or not even, I recommend going to those websites that I said. Again, I was simply just reading their bios and their policies from their websites. And so if you're interested, don't just use this as your only form of education. Please go to their websites, go online, go to social media and and learn a little bit more for yourself. But I hope this helped cut through all the political noise and give you just a clear idea of what kind of candidates we're talking about. So yeah, that's that. Um, if you haven't yet listened to episode two, that should be out now as well. And other than that, please stay tuned for episode four that will come out next week. Thank you. Thank you.